you might be in this situation right now, if you're listening, or you've probably been in it before of like being so dreaded by fear of like, what will they think if I tell them I want to follow my dreams? And to put it so simply, someone who doesn't support you following your dreams, you shouldn't care what they think in regards to you following your dreams. You're listening to the Everyday as a Breakthrough podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Hummel. I'm here to invite you into living your most alive and aligned life possible. On this podcast, I'll be holding the mirror for your deepest truths and desires and giving you the permission and the power to not only follow your dreams, but to walk with firm trust in all of who you are in everything that you do. So if you're somebody who's here to live out your life's purpose, and you're the kind of person who gets after it, no matter what, this show is for you, and I hope that you get the absolute most out of listening. Hello, and welcome back to the Everyday is Breakthrough podcast. I'm so excited to have you here listening, and I'm so excited to have Shelby on here today on the podcast. Shelby, we actually met through the online world and she has been in a couple of my programs or EA and a couple of other things with me. And I'm just really excited to have you on here today. Shelby is in Australia right now and she is a yoga teacher, a breathwork facilitator, a mother, a hoster of skate meetups for moms a snowboarder, a really good snowboarder, a really good yogi, and just like the most epic human in the world. So super pumped to have Shelby on here today. We're going to talk a little bit about her story, what her journey has been like coming into her purpose work, her work in the world, some of what it's been like to be inside of EA. And yeah, let's get into it. Welcome, Shelby. Yeah, thank you for having me on here. (laughs) So fun. Um, Well, I always love, I sort of gave it away. I love to start with, you know, kind of where we are and how we met. And just so everybody knows, I'm taking this call. I'm back in Los Angeles. I think I was also back in LA when I recorded last week's podcast episode, but I'm at home in LA. And where are you in the world? Yeah, I'm at home in Canberra, Australia, um, Nanawal country and Nambiri country but we are actually tuning into the WSL surfing right now like watching Huntington Beach and I thought oh I'm about to call Jaden who's near there um (laughs) yeah definitely um always have that on in the background but surf too oh I dabble it I'm not an ocean girl not an Mm. ocean dweller I grew up in Tennessee Mm. uh, near the mountains you know so I never really got that into the surfing. There's like too many elements I find. And, you know, I'm super keen to, I, this year I realized I just need to do lessons and like yeah, yeah. not with my husband. Cause isn't it funny when you learn from somebody you like love, sometimes it's harder to like drop in. You just want to feel like helped. we could end the episode there. It's like, that was yeah. what everyone needed to learn. <laughs> Get lessons when you're learning something and don't learn from whoever you're yeah. in a relationship with it's so funny I think I think you've you coached snowboarding or coach and I used to coach snowboarding and 
it's funny when I started surfing, I immediately got a couple lessons and just was, it was so much better to just learn from someone and not be out in the terrifying ocean by yourself. But like I went out, I've been surfing for a couple of years now and I went out today and like, I was so scared to catch waves because they were so big. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. So more of a mountain girl. Definitely. I'm, I'm trying, you know, my husband's, he froth surfing and um, it's funny when I moved to Australia, I just thought everybody was a surfer. Like, I don't know why, but that was my concept, but not everyone really does. <laughs> so um, yeah, but my husband's gotten really into it and it's like, he's forgotten how much he loves snowboarding. And I'm like, come on, let's go shred. And yeah, that's, that's like our favorite thing to do together. Me and him, it's like the ideal date would be to go snowboarding together and go to the pub after and get some like chips and gravy and a chicken parmesan yeah it's, so it's, good. yeah <laughs> I feel so so aligned to that message it's so funny I I snowboarded forever and I still do but obviously I live in SoCal so it's been it's been surfing and skating at first like sort of out of necessity and now it's like tough for me to get suited up on a snowboard I'm like so cold and I have to drive there and like when I was doing it all the time you know I had a locker or I had like a condo or I had this stuff and I don't have that stuff anymore like I'm totally just a weekend warrior I'm like oh I have to get dressed in my car like is this what people do (laughs) so it's so funny yeah I got to get up I'm like two hours from from the snow here but it's busy gotta leave it like like it's two hours, but I'd leave at like 4 a.m. if I take my daughter up to the mountain. Um, so that's another thing that was I'm doing this year more is teaching my daughter to love the snow more. And mm. she's ski lessons and she wants to go snowboarding, she said. So that makes I mean, everything's like coming full circle this year. And it's amazing, you know, how I came across you, Jaden. Yeah. That's year when things were just like I knew this year was going to just be the biggest ever so okay so let's hear about it I want to I want to hear about and I did you was EA the first thing we did together we did something at least we had a call and then you did EA and I just want to my question is if you just want to share what you know where you were when you came across me in this work and and then what that journey was like of just coming across it and then ultimately signing up and I just want to frame this for anybody listening Shelby came to EA signed up and took every single group call at like 3 a.m from her closet while her kids were sleeping because initially you initially we thought it was 5 a.m. and then the time zone went opposite like more forward in California more back in Australia or whatever happened and you showed up to every single call at 3 a.m. with your cacao so why don't you kind of take us back of where you were yeah when you found me and then when you decided to do EA yeah pleasure um so around last year I uh, after COVID and all that, um, when they closed the skate parks, I was like, I'm not having that. And we got a mini ramp installed in my backyard. I had a year old, wait, my daughters were three and not even one when I like got this 
I don't know. I just needed the mini ramp and got this payment relief from COVID relief or something. I'm like, I'm going to use it for this mini ramp. And anyway, I started picking up skateboarding more again. Like it's always kind of been there. You know, I even coached it a little bit, say back in, um, I don't know, when I lived in Park City and um, like on the side, but I was never really, I never considered myself that good, mm-hmm. you know, like so hard. I felt like a poser, which was always the biggest threat to be called as a skateboarder. <laughs> like you never <laughs> wanted to be. But I like the reality is I grew up like there weren't any skate parks near me where I grew up and like no one ever had, I didn't have the time to be taught, but something stirred in me. And then I like started this Canberra Skate Moms club i had this vision of getting moms together and skateboarding like i was tired of seeing moms in the car park instead of in the skate park like they were on their phones while their kids are skating and i think it's just the most beautiful bonding session Mm -hmm. um it is like the best thing to do with your family i just love it and so i started following more like skate mom accounts and i came across you i don't really know how but i was like this chick's into snowboarding and she's into like all the things I love and she's mindful, like super mindful. And something about you was really approachable. Mm. This is so funny too. I just want to share, I like jump in here with this because my, when I started sharing about my work online, I was just a snowboarder. I mean, I wasn't even a skater. I was a snowboarder really. And I had this internal question, which I've met so many women in the same position of like, how do I like be this and also be that? Like, how do I be all of who I am? Or like, what will my snowboard friends think if I'm doing this? And it's so funny because it was such a block for me in the beginning of like, how do I, how do Mm. I make it make sense? And it's just so amazing because I didn't even have to. There's so many epic people who are into, and I don't only work with snowboarders or anything by that means but the people who just got it and as soon as I did both there was this whole world opens up and you're like oh there's tons of people that this makes sense to and I just wanted to share that because that was a little a bit of my journey and I have worked with so many people around having these internal questions but when you are just all of who you are the people like you, you mm-hmm. meet your people. So I'm so happy that we connected in that way. It's so cool to hear. I found you. Um, <laughs> I called you for ages and I didn't really know how to like work with you or connect, but something, I don't know, you must've had some offering and, and maybe your podcast was coming out around that time. So I started listening more and I was like, I got to be around Jaden. Like, Oh, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling some of my snowboard friends too, like um, chicks I did seasons with like 10 years ago. I was like, check out this girl. Like she's so much like us. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I have some other mindful friends in my circle that are like yoga teachers and coaches, physios, you know, but um, I was like, wow. Like, I feel like, you know, I can understand myself a bit. Like when I, like you, you made me believe like things are more possible, like to be super, mm-hmm aligned to like who you are and it's not like all of who you are like skateboarder but I don't know just the makeup really gave me some rapport with you or respect and I was like wow like and then um I think it was like February I started contacting you about EA maybe we had a call I know there was like some sort of master class and I oh can't remember which one it was it must have been about EA maybe 
and how mm-hmm. to get in alignment. And um, yeah, so I jumped on that because I had a busy year coming up and I was like, I need some good. Yeah, I just want to feel grounded and like I can articulate myself and what it was another thing, like getting my ducks in a row. Mm. So it was a bit like of exchanges happening. I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I can do it, you know, EA, but but I was like, nah, something like I have to do this. I don't mm. know, willing. And um, I didn't really realize how big it was going to be until I joined. So, yeah. I love that. It's just like this feeling of I, because what it really is, I think, is yeah, there's tools and there's community and there's having a coach or having a mentor, but it's really being in the energy of transformation and being in a container that you can be clear to your own vision And I just, when you're talking about, I felt called to it. Like, I just knew I just wanted to be in this. I knew it was going to be a big year. And I feel like sometimes we don't think that's enough of a reason to do something. Like there was no dire need. It didn't like, you would be fine if you didn't do it. So it's just, it's really amazing and interesting to hear that reflection because this work is so desire-based sometimes, not need face so it's just really I it was really cool to just hear the way you reflected that yeah that's really how I I flow too like my whole life has been like what I like I didn't realize like you I don't know this program's helped articulate more like obviously I'm studying breath work but something about um the language I get around things in my life and like the clarity I'm like oh like that's how I flow and now I know like that's how I need to operate like there's like you've in the gratitude challenge I'm in with you right now too which I'm loving um the 21 days of gratitude um how you talk about like the bare minimum like of how we need to operate I was I'm like duh like it's just really nice to have the words around it and the clarity um and one thing like one of my favorite things about you that I gained like that comes to mind right away is the way you uh, facilitate like our little circles online or, or yeah, our meetups with the other woman mm-hmm. in the container. And it feels so safe. The boundaries you said as, as a woman circle facilitator myself, like I really appreciate how natural it feels too when you say these and we can co-regulate together. And um, it really helps. Like, I feel like I'm getting over like a deep sister wound. Like mm-hmm. it's, almost gone like having daughters really helped me with that but um the way you taught us to say like I see myself in you or I'm so expanded by Mm -hmm. by that when you say that um I'm like yes like I don't know because I I look at women and be like why can't I have that you know or I'm noticing the things that a woman has that like oh I want that for me too like thank you for showing me what's possible I think that's the biggest thing is you shown me what's possible mm-hmm. and like all the women in the group felt like sisters like mm-hmm. you know we went to the depths together each week but just held beautiful space yeah so Such beautiful a- yeah. yeah that piece is so so powerful and it's it's really funny as I'm hearing you reflect this I'm thinking about 
like I don't talk about that stuff. If you look at my marketing about EA, it's like I don't even mention it. And almost every time it's some of the most powerful feedback of sisterhood and community and being able to support and connect instead of being like in competition. And that yeah. is so fucking healing for a woman or for really anyone, but I think especially for women to be able to be in a, a container like that. And the community is so strong in EA and you were always like, I just felt like the number one cheerleader in there. You're just like, yes, yes. I love this for you. This is so amazing. Um, yeah, it's so good. So thanks for sharing that. It feels so nice to receive all of it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we connected. And when you decided to sign up for EA, I want to hear about what were your, like, what were you really wanting to do? What was your journey like up until that time? Because a lot of this work is about, you know, if y'all haven't figured out, it's like following your purpose, which basically just means like, how do we live a life that feels really fucking good where we're not bound by money, where we're not bound by time, when we have freedom, when we feel fulfilled. So what was your kind of journey like, Mm -hmm. you know, before, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh gosh. I'm like, where where do you want me to start? Um, Because how big do we go? Like, it's funny, like, right when I found you, though, I was like, I, I've done so much, like, what more do I need? Mm-hmm. I, anyway, oh, I mean, I'm, I have to do exponential alignment. I don't know how, but we're gonna make it happen. But I'm so like, happy you did. I'm I, so happy you did. I remember like, really being a stand for you doing it. I was like, I feel good about this. Like, I was like, following up. I'm like, what do you think? I'm so happy it worked out. But I- thing it was like all self-led like I you know you and you said that like it's do you want to do that like you know it's it was up to me and um Mm -hmm. I really love that too so where was I so I'd been I don't know I think when you talk about purpose especially as a mother it's really hard like to get swept up into the guilt of motherhood and you know I should be with my kids all the time and I should you know, be homeschooling and doing all these like connected play all the time. And, and I've been working on that. Like I've been in this conscious parenting type of community for a while. And um, it was beautiful. And like trying to break down stuff about business. I had a friend here in Canberra that had a great business kind of club I joined last year and I've had a business. So I started, let's see, I moved to Australia in 2012 maybe we'll back up just a bit to say like, how am I in Australia? Like it's pretty random. I'm a citizen now. And I never thought I'd grow up and become an Australian, like, (laughs) and like raising kids over here, but something always drew me here anyway. So um, like I went to university of Tennessee, studied environmental studies. I thought I was going to be a park ranger, but originally I thought I was going to be a pharmacist and I worked in a pharmacy and I hated it. I wanted to be out lifeguard. Like I was a lifeguard growing up and camp summer camp counselor like I love the jobs that didn't feel like jobs it literally makes me like almost cry hearing you be like I I was a pharmacist or wanted to be a pharmacist because it's like fuck like how easy it is for to just do a job that's really not it and you so easily could have just done that forever probably yeah I probably could have 
good steady money. That's what I thought. And, mm-hmm. you know, I liked chemistry a bit, but I was really digging, um, yeah, environmental philosophy and history of how humans have interacted with earth and nature. And like, I'm real. that's my roots really like connecting to nature. It really saved me in high school, like going to camp and like being a camp counselor. And I thought I'd be an outdoor leader, which I kind of ended up doing anyway, but yeah, I worked at summer camps and I just loved like being like the the craziest like camp counselor with the kids. And like, I'm still like that when I volunteer at my daughter's school, like in the water fights, like I'm in there, like other moms rock up in jeans and I'm in my swimmers and my stuff. And I'm like, come on, get me. But um, I'm still like, and so after uni, like I had, I got a great job as an intern working for the university, like creating an article about, you know, some environmental groups, but I was wagging up, like my body couldn't do it. And um, it was a hard time. It was, I went a semester over because I was doing a minor and I was living at my dad's house at the time. And it was like hurting me so bad. Like when you're back at your parents, you're like, oh, like at 23, I thought, I think I turned 23 that semester. And like, I'd just gone through a bad breakup with a boyfriend. And I was like, oh no, like life's over. You know, a lot of Tennessee girls are looking to get their MRS degree you know, and <laughs> oh my life gosh. was over. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. <laughs> um, but I had these reactions and I understand them now, like, especially working with you, but I was like dreading going to work. I was like, oh, like, this is terrible working at a cubicle. Like I missed my, I had a summer job where I was like a park ranger um, guiding programs and that pushed me a lot too, but it wasn't scary. Uh, it was scary, but I loved it so much. I was like, no, I like this work, like sharing about the environment and nature and connecting people to the land. And um, so I was applying to jobs out West, out to Colorado, like different resorts. I wasn't really that great of a snowboarder. I was turning into a bit of a park rat though, but like I had no technical skills. Like I couldn't carve. Mm -hmm. I would just kind of flip up there, try to hit a rail, die. But I was like, I'm good at rails. I've watched your videos. (laughs) I I dabble. I can, you know, but um, yeah, so I moved, I got a job offer and then I was applying to be a park ranger as well, like to jobs out West. And um, that's what I thought I was going to do. Like after I did one snow season, just to get a taste of the West. Mm -hmm. Um, Keystone in ski school, teaching kids. Mm -hmm. It was hard yards like the first season you're like the I don't know you don't really get many lessons it's always beginners it's hard work like you got to build up and I was training for my level one and I got that yeah and met a Kiwi moved to New Zealand after the season ended and I did you meet in Colorado I met him in Colorado (laughs) work out the end but I moved there because well that's it that's all was very popular at the time the Travis Rice movie and Fly the Concords like something about New Zealand was calling me Lord Mm -hmm. of the Rings I did um I stayed there for like a year and a half did some seasons Monica working rentals and just snowboarding every day like getting hitchhiking rides up to the mountain I had a snow park and a treble cone pass I'd stand at the the point where you could go left or right to which mountain I'd just be like whichever ride I can get like I'm riding park today or I'm riding like the mountain wow. so that's so fun and um like our relationship 
kind of ended and we were both just too young, you know? And um, so I had some friends that would do seasons in Park City and that's how I ended up there. But I was, you know, raised Mormon. And I'm like, yeah, of course I'll end up in Utah. Like, I don't know, I always had a, that's where I learned to ski. So ended up in Utah and really loved being in Park City. It was so great. I had a summer there as well, worked in summer camp, you know, in the summer when I wasn't teaching snowboarding. I did all kinds of jobs. I was working in retail, babysitting like kids um, that I was, you know, coaching and snowboarding with. Um, so it was like so beautiful. I just really felt like I landed in community there. Yeah. I at a party. I met this tall Australian man. And um, like when I met him, I like knew it's like I knew him. It's like I'm going to end up with this guy. Like I felt so comfortable with him. And um, I don't know, we just vibed like right away. And then he had a mountain pass at Park City. So and his friends used to joke with me. There was like 12 Australians and they lived in this four bedroom house. Like, is this how they all do it? So, so rank <laughs> going to that house. I'm like, let's go to the crazy Aussie's house. Like I had lots of Aussie friends, but this group in particular was very like very rambunctious they loved snowboarding they were sending it like hitting the big stuff but um his friends would be like have you got a gps tracker on trev like because i'd always be there like like i was the one girl that would just be ripping with them but it was just they were so fun to ride with so he left and went and traveled around america and south central america i didn't think i'd see him again and then like a year later i was like i'm ready to go somewhere else go to australia and um, <laughs> he's just coming out now, but ready to, like, I got a, I got a job offer at Parisher Resort. And he also had a season pass there too. Yeah, so I got a job at this mountain under and reached out to Trev and I said, um, do you know this resort? Is it near you? And he was like, yep, like this is 2012. And a year later, like, yeah, he starts coming over and like crashing at our house every weekend. When he comes up and does his weekend warrior stuff and um i could have gone back to utah i had like i was getting really good like clients and stuff in park city and but i still had a, like a year of this visa to use mm. and i was scared to like stay in the country for like a boy in case it didn't work out mm. what a out. dilemma that so many people can probably relate to on a yeah like it was hard because i felt like i was building a career there but then a part of me had always said, like, I don't want to be teaching other people's kids for mm. my life. Like, I want to teach my own children. Mm. And I don't know, I had a hunch. Like, but before I came to Australia, I said to my sister, I think he could be the one. Like, I just feel so good around Trev. Like, he's so, he's such a good dude. <laughs> like, he's just so calm. Like, he's, we're perfectly balanced together. And, um, like, I really love snowboarding with him. Like, you know how you'll ride with some people and it just doesn't flow, yeah. um, you know, but we just have the best, best time. And so I ended up, so Canberra is two hours away from the mountain I was working at from Jindabyne. And after that, I decided, okay, I'll try out Canberra. Like I had a few friends that I knew from doing seasons in Park City that live here too. Mm. And I was trying to get jobs and this local snowboard shop I applied to and I was like yo like I want to work in your shop 
And then I also had a job offer to like, I don't know, a big, um, like a, what's it called? Like a surf shop kind of thing, like in Australia. And it was super like corporate and like, you've got to get the marketing, you know, like you have yeah. to sell this per hour. And I was like, this sounds so stressful. And my boss at the time, like, or now, like late boss, or he's not, you know, doesn't have the shop anymore, but he was like, let's go to the pub, have an interview. And he's like, let's have a beer. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what is this? Like, it's so informal, but he's like, you don't want to work at that shop. I need a manager. You're going to like work here. And I was mm. like, what? He told me like, you have to work here, like not anywhere else. And it ended up being the best job to transition out of doing snow seasons. Cause you feel like a fish out of water when you yeah. go back into right. And you've done all I these snow. Yeah. I love that so much. And it just sounds like I had so many chills listening to you I'm like yes yes it's like the bag of popcorn I'm like listening we always say that in EA when someone's talking you're like I'm just like what are you it's so good such a good story I love your knowing in your trusting you're knowing like you're like I have a feeling I'm trusting it I'm being led I'm doing it and I feel so resonant with your story especially about we had a really similar path or or history with snowboarding. And I don't know if this is how you felt, but you know, it's kind of like doing like, okay, this is something that's important. I want to snowboard. So I'm going to do whatever I can for that to be my reality. And it's just doing the best with what, you know, making it make sense (laughs) the best you can. And then ultimately we'll talk a little bit more about kind of, you know, what you're working toward now, but it's just, you know, you're like, okay, this is the best thing. This is the thing that seems to make the most sense. I'm just going to do that. And I love the hunch of wanting to teach your own kids how to snowboard. And I'm just honoring your trust in yourself through all of this. You're like, I'm going here and I'm going there. And then I met them. And then I went to the house because you could have not gone to the house. Yeah. And just, just the trusting with it is so, so beautiful. I really just feel like universe, like God's like just been driving my life. And when you just tune into that and like, not like I do have a strong intuition. And I think this year has been a re evaluation with my higher self. Anyway, I just had a powerful breathe on that. And I was like, why haven't I connected to my higher self in that way? But like, there's always been just that trust. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't have the words around it. I just, kept flowing, worked at that snowboard shop. Then there was a yoga studio down the road and I started getting into yoga more and then obviously became a yoga teacher because mm-hmm. I don't know, my love of teaching, like teaching snowboarding, I was like, I can at least teach yoga. And I just really connected with the whole practice. My The studio I found, if like it wasn't that one, I don't know if I would have been drawn to yoga because obviously there's so many styles, so many teachers like you really try so many and I do like I I go everywhere and just like I'm really supportive of everyone in the community I think everyone's got a place as a yoga teacher so that's another thing too like just eliminating that competition feeling in my life like yoga when I found yoga I I had road rage this is one big thing I noticed like road raging like angry all the time say 2012 snapshot of me and then like literally like two years of yoga that was like the first thing I noticed like I wasn't phased I didn't have a charge around the way people Mm -hmm. drove 
Um, so I can really credit. So epic, like so huge. It sounds so small, but it's so. Yeah. You're like, I'm <laughs> just not bothered by other people. Yeah. Anymore that I can't control. I'm just happy or I'm just fine. I'm just chilling. Yeah. yeah definitely. I'm like, they're driving their lane. I'm in my lane. It's yeah. really big, isn't it? Like we all drive different. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I just kept really getting to my yoga and studying that. Um, obviously, when I got pregnant, studied prenatal yoga mm-hmm. that helped me birth. And like, we probably won't go into births today, but yeah, anyway, yeah, Hubby and I were ready to have kids. We got to a point where around 2017, like, we were sending it, like, having the best snow seasons. And but I was like feeling empty about it. I was like, I think I've reached my peak. I don't think I'm gonna like progress much more like I don't know I was feeling this feeling of being bored and ready we've been married two years and I was like there's something more here like maybe I'm ready Mm. and to have kids and that was like a scary realization but I'm like I'm ready to have little shredders with me like on the mountain like I'm ready to chase them on the mountain and like just have so much fun um it just gives me so much joy to be on a snowboard and um Obviously, when you're pregnant, you can't snowboard for a while. But um, yeah, I got into prenatal yoga to like help support me in my pregnancies and um, had Ollie. Of course, her name's Ollie in 2018. And then, um, yeah, like slowly integrating into motherhood. It was actually quite a shock to become a mother and like yeah, your gift. Yeah, like mm-hmm. nothing. Some people can be prepared and I don't have my whole village, like my whole family's in America. So I don't have my own maternal support being here, but lucky my in-laws are just fabulous. Like my husband's family are so supportive moving here. Yeah. Hi. (laughs) Yeah. Now I've got two babies. Yeah. Oh my God. So you knew you had the hunch and now you have two and you're, I want to, kind of jump into class for like a, a mini little bit of so I think we're like right getting there basically in, in short podcast time of so you followed all these things with snowboarding you're following it you end up having a family and where were you I know now you're in your breathwork facilitation and you're doing yoga and other things <laughs> are happening so tell me about just a little snapshot of where you were when you jumped in. Yeah. Like, what were you wanting? What were you desiring? Where were you? Well, I wrote, I saw, I wrote down, like, I just want to get my ducks in a row because Mm -hmm. I had getting lined up. I think when I, it was March and I remember I had some events coming up and some opportunities like coming up, like literally when I, you know, signed up with you, there's some magic that happens. Um, like every during that, time. every time, every time. I have a couple of photographers in the community reach out saying they want us to take action shots because my family's pretty out there for free. And I was like, um, yeah, please. Like, I'd love to do some skateboard family shoots. So like those things kind of happened. And um, I had to take my daughter to Sydney on her own. And that felt stressful going to big city. But I don't know, like knowing you taught me a lot about like not making too much of a big deal about stuff like 
big things can happen, but I can, mm-hmm. I can be with it. Like that's big, cool. It does, I don't have to like identify with that or being low. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm finally coming to a place of like, um, I don't know what, what your word is for it, but like, yeah, feeling that neutral, like when a big event happens and yeah, I kind of love, I help people not make a big deal about things. <laughs> I gotta love that. But yeah, it's like being in control instead of having a high or low situation control you. And the thing mm-hmm. that we don't realize is that having something really shitty happen, like, I don't know, let's say you lose your job and having that pull you down is just as bad as saying, let's say you get like a huge promotion and you get so unbelievably psyched. It's like almost just as bad to be pulled to the low as it is to be pulled to the high. Because after that, after you get all psyched on your promotion and you're so excited, if you put all of your value there Mm. and that's it, and there's this huge thing. And then when that's not there anymore, because you, you don't get a promotion every day, unless unless I mean there's ways there's ways to make more money every day but typically right it's like you're not you don't have a promotion every day so if that's not there then your self-worth is down and what you want is just to be in control of it Mm. what so you make more money one day and you're like wow this is great cool or like you do something awesome you're like at a someone's wedding that you love you're like cool this is amazing and also I'm fine if none of that is present and then if shit hits the fan because it will I'm also fine And when you can do that, seriously, like it's not really sexy marketing of like, let's just teach you how to just not care about anything. But when you can do that, the amount of fulfillment and just ease that can fill your body is unlimited. And it's so amazing because we want to be in the driver's seat. It does not feel good to be pulled by other things that ultimately don't matter. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's so a that big, was my wording. <laughs> big takeaway. Yeah. I've had, cause I remember talking to you, I'm going on this retreat. Other women see it as a big deal that I'm taking a week off for myself as a mother, leaving my kids at home with my husband. And, and I think you said like, don't go to the, <laughs> like the hardware store milk. Like I, I started to learn about like how to have these boundaries with people, like who I share my big ideas with some people aren't ready to see me expand and I realized like I'm allowed to like be this mom that also does stuff I love and that lights me up and even like now I can yeah you are people (laughs) I want to say that again if anyone just to re-say it it's like my favorite quote is don't go to the hardware store looking for milk which is like the easiest example is like, if your family doesn't support you, don't, don't go tell them about your new business idea. Cause it's just going to make you feel like shit. And this is just managing expectations, which is another big part about EA. But if you guys haven't figured it out, it's, we just take really simple concepts and we yeah. practice them. Anyway, I wanted to re- reframe that. So you went on the retreat and you were like, yeah, I was like, oh, like I just feel like other people's expectations of who I should be as a mother is really weighing on me. I'm like, no, like, let me live my life. Like I'm allowed to go on retreats. I'm allowed to do this. Like I was feeling like backed into corners by people. And like, you know, obviously I'm like a mom that skateboards and that's like kind of out there. And, um, and I was at the time, 
I was having beautiful opportunities at like a yoga studio I love. Um, but you said we were talking about quitting. I don't know if someone else was talking about quitting something, but um, the people are going to support you like when you quit, like are the people that you need to work with, like they're going to be supportive of you following your dreams, honoring that. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. That's what I need because I had to, um, I was teaching. That sounds like something I said. <laughs> yeah. I was teaching moms and bubs yoga and I was like so reluctant because I felt like I just got it started. But part of me was like aching. Like I was on the fence constantly about having a third child, having another baby. Like it's something I've always visioned and I couldn't squash this. Like you're just going to have two kids because like basically it was a decision around fear. Mm -hmm. And finally, I was like, I can't teach moms and bubs like, like, uh, like my baby's not fully grown up yet. And like, I might want another baby and it's like messing with me. And like immediately after I, I, I said, I can't do it. My teacher was in, my boss was in India and she was like, that's okay. As long as you stay on our team. And I was like, awesome. Like I'm feeling the support. Like it was so good that you said that. And I was like, oh, I am supported. And I want to frame that too, because I think it'll resonate with a lot of people. You might be in this situation right now, if you're listening, mm -hmm. or you've probably been in it before of like being so dreaded by fear of like, what will they think if I tell them I want to follow my dreams? And to put it so simply, someone who doesn't support you following your dreams, you shouldn't care what they think in regards to you following your dreams. And it's like, if you decide to follow your dreams or quit the job, if that person really gives a shit about you at a core level, they'll support you. Or at the bottom line, like you got to do what you got to do. And if they're really your people, they will support you. And if they don't support you, like that is not the type of person who is to get in the way of you following your dreams. And we're all human. So we get caught up in that and it makes sense for a hundred million reasons, but just wanted to frame that because it's such a good freaking lesson. That was like really good that I wrote that down. I was like, wow. Like, because they could have said, oh, like, you know, it could have been so different, but that was a good situation. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just continued like lining up with what I need. And then I think in one phone call, it was towards the end, you were like, what's the one thing you would do? if you didn't have any fears, if, if it wasn't a fear-based decision or stress-based or, and I was like, really? Like you were, you know, your coaching is just always so on point and no, it was unwavering. And I was like, I'd have another kid. I'd have, you know, I'd have another baby. <laughs> but I was like, whoa, like saying that out loud, like that's truly what I want. But I'm, you know, squelching that by, you know, standards not put by me and other people's fears. And you really helped me see, okay, like I want another baby. <laughs> this is so funny. Cause I remember that call. I love that you say my coaching is unwavering. That's a really nice way to put it. But I, we were talking about, I think we were talking, I don't remember. I think we were talking about your skate meetups. And I think we were having a conversation around like, I sort of thought you were maybe going to say, like, if I didn't have any fear, I would like tell the whole world about my skate meetups. So I thought it was almost going to be, I think, something more like career related. And it wasn't. And it's so beautiful because we just get to listen to what we want. And when there's resistance around something else, what came through was what you really 
wanted and that was such a beautiful moment I kept thinking is it career like it's wrong like it's not career that that was another thing like I should be like everyone else is working on their careers I should be like building a career but like I think I needed that piece and then my career is going to work around having three and so last month when I submitted interest to do this podcast with you or reached out (laughs) I didn't know but I found out two weeks ago that I'm pregnant so it's kind of early but it was like super conscious Mm -hmm. I think that conversation with you literally like it was like two months you know since this conversation (laughs) and you know I went on a bit of a journey more breath work and things but that just removing all the fear like I don't know you could also be like a birth doula Jaden I don't know but um you gave me so much gold and like I don't know so much information just washing around whether I have one or not but to be like finally pregnant having my third is like huge um and recognize the fear and I can see it and like I'm not I'm not gonna hide or gloss over like the fact I do have fears around it's the only thing I'm scared of is like really just the birth part but I know I'm gonna like work through that and also it's like going to the hardware store to not get milk I'm gonna really collect my team and everything Mm -hmm. carefully Mm -hmm. and I think you've given me that of what to focus on like don't make decisions out of stress or fear Mm -hmm. this is gonna play so well in my birth so Mm -hmm. thank you for I just want to hug you it's so amazing and I just want to share too like in a lot of the work we do is around career and a lot of what we talk about because it's a lot of our life it's really at the core of it is just living your life full out and that could be so many different things and it's really funny because in the last round of EA that you were in it was really career oriented and it's really funny because in this one right now it's all entrepreneurs. We have like a musician touring around the world. We have business entrepreneurs, like people doing epic stuff. And we've been talking a lot about family stuff almost like on every call. So it's, it's just really amazing where, where we go with it. It's not just all about, about career. It's about you coming home to your most fulfilled life. And I mean, so honored and happy and full to know that that is what you received from our work together I mean what finally bringing it in and also like it is I had to get get through this piece of like this dilemma I constantly had do I have another do I not do I have another do I not and now I'm I can focus on my career like when you're pregnant you get this creative like boost like you cannot damp down like a high percentage of families move or renovate their houses when they have a baby on board so I don't know hopefully I can join you for a round of soul ship in the future or something when I'm like really getting this um because I do have vision still as a mother like getting a studio in my home like I'm visioning that future so I can have my clients at my home like and my children around still like like I'm, I'm just gathering in like that vision for support so I can still keep doing my dreams as a mom and for my daughters to see that's okay to like 
live the life of your dreams like you know not not conforming as a mother like motherhood could look like so many things um or just even being a woman you know so it can be so many things <laughs> and like I've often been in men's worlds and stuff like in the snowboard industry and things like that it's changing but yeah it can be so many things <laughs> oh my gosh I, I like life can be just so many ways like I could have still been in a pharmacy in Tennessee or whatever but oh, it really I like, like almost made me cry when you said that not because I have nothing against yeah. people having like oh, yeah have jobs work. I, I am not an entrepreneur proponent. Like that's what I've chose. A lot of people in my life choose it. Like I actually feel bad that so many people are choosing entrepreneurship out of survival because wages are so low, but that's another podcast episode. I I'm in so much support of people having jobs, but that was not your job. And for everybody listening to this, cause I love to just use, we're like using your story for self-reflection and as you were talking and I might almost like say listen to this podcast episode back because as you were talking and this is something we also do in EA is tracking energy and the most energy came from you when you were talking about your family and <laughs> and then there was this but I should on my career but I should do this but and yes you get to have a career also but the energy was like it was family and it was kids and it's what you said at the end was, and now that I have this, now I can create what I want because this is what was important for me. And our golden fucking role is go where the energy is. And sometimes you just need to go bigger and do more, which in your case is like have another baby, go for like yeah. however many months of go big so that you can actually make space for what you want. It's not about doing less. It's about doing more. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your story. And I just, it felt so good to receive. And I hope that, you know, for you guys, for you listening, that you could see yourself in parts of Shelby's story. And what I'm really taking away is just be absolutely relentless in your pursuit of feeling content and fulfilled with life but not content in like oh I'm content I'm content with this like kind of shitty meal but like really being content really being fulfilled like be relentless in that pursuit and it's hard to figure out those answers on your own sometimes and to you know be in community and be able to have that reflected back can be can really it, it changes your life and yeah. that's what I'm really taking away. And I just thank you so much for sharing all of that. Uh, thank you, Jaden. I just want to add also yeah. your piece when, you know, you receive something and how you say, thank you more, please. Well, this is also about this growth of this other child. Like I am trusting that there's going to be room. We're going to have enough money. We're going to have enough time. Like I'm going to have enough energy. Like it's limitless how we can expand. Mm -hmm. um to align like life the life of our dreams and yeah I just thank you so much for mm -hmm. supporting me on this journey and mm -hmm. I'll never forget you <laughs> ah, and you're coming back I'm like I feel you coming yeah. back because we're gonna do more work here um yeah. 
No, I, I love it. And it's just like, thank you. Show me how good this can get. I'm available for more. That's kind of our, our mantra. It's our anthem inside of our program. So oh, what a beautiful, nurturing, amazing conversation. And I would love for you to share if anybody wants to follow along. I know you have like different offerings popping up. If anybody's local to Australia, you do Epic Skate Meetup. So why don't you let people know where they can find you and connect with you and join along on your beautiful journey? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'll be sharing a lot more about rebirthing breathwork mastery in addition to my yoga on alpenglowstate.com and my Instagram handles alpenglowstate or if you look up Shelby Trevelyan, you can find me. And I also have a little page, Canberra Skate Moms. And, you know, hopefully it grows, although I might take a little break being pregnant, but mm. we'll get some skating in before that. Um, I do have an offering, uh, a breathwork workshop coming up with my teacher in November in Australia. And you'll also be able to reach me via Zoom calls for breathwork in the future. So stay tuned. I can offer this. Yeah, it's life changing for me. So, yeah, living so it's life with intention or having life go in the direction you intend so working with you Jaden with this has been like super aligned it's almost like just been blast off (laughs) so I love that so much and I'll be sure to put that in the show notes and I just can attest to you as a person like the way you just showed up for all of our calls with cacao and you do your breath work and you do your meditation and you do your yoga and you I just I'm sure it is such a gift to receive from you. So definitely check out the breath work when it comes live and follow along with Shelby. And thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. And I will see you next time. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please share on Instagram and tag me. I can guarantee it will make my day to hear from you. If you want to stay in the loop for future episodes, make sure to subscribe. And as always, if this episode made you think of someone you love, or you know someone who would benefit from listening, please send it their way. You never know how you can impact someone's life. Until next time.